You're listening to Errol Parker and Clancy Overall, editors of the Batuta Advocate on Desert Rock FM. Well, welcome back to the Batuta Advocate Radio Show. There's a lot going on culturally in Australia, more so Sydney more than anything right now. All the winter codes are about to begin. You've got stadium after stadium being built. They've got another state election down there, likely over stadiums again. Is that Are they talking stadiums this time? The last weekend in March, the New South Wales state election is, I think... The uh, big divisive issue this time is poker machines and whether or not the Catholic Church should be invited into our policy decision-making meetings in the future. Yeah, so, okay, so the stadiums are all built. They are a, a deeply twisted people down there in New South Wales. I oh, know, they are. And then thankfully, there's a few, how would you say, uh, tastemakers, cultural curators getting around who are, are trying to bring life back to the city that was once so fun. The Sydney Olympics era, I remember being down there. It coincides with the uh, first election of Clover Moore in 2001. Yep. Look, it doesn't work in other parts of the world. I mean, you look at dictators, they don't last for too long. And those people down there, I believe it to be Sydney, have been living under Clover's caliphate now for 21 years. Mm -hmm. It's a long time for anyone. She's killed the city and she's gotten away with it because she's put bike lanes in. And I think what everyone's looking at, they've got South by Southwest coming to Sydney. They've got Pride. The starting gun has gone off, I believe. And they've got all these cultural events trying to bring the city back to life. Some would say Melbourne probably needs a little bit more love culturally after their 300-day lockdown. Brisbane doesn't need to worry at all because they've got the Olympics coming. Sydney needs to get its groove back. And lockout laws were around 10 years before the pandemic. So there's a lot of making up to do. One thing we're hoping will, you know, bring pride back to our city is, in fact, world pride. Today, we've got somewhat of an ambassador of the community, be that through the swans, be that through his depraved and hilarious memes online. Uh, I'm not going to say his uh, his handle. I'll let him say that at the end of the show. But thank you for joining us, Tim Abbott. Thank you so much for having us. That was such a wonderful introduction. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry for throwing so many shots at your hometown. Uh, no, no, it's okay. And if you're right, like if you want to make a comeback, you need yeah. the gays. Yeah. So, and Sydney's trying to make a big old comeback. Mm. So, yeah, it was, you know, once upon a time we had, you know, Tasmanian girls sitting in the slip in down there in Darling Harbour meeting her prince, you know, <laughs> the Duchess of. Uh, oh, true. What country is it? No, Holland. The, uh, no oh. he, it was uh, Prince Frederick, who's mm. the Crown Prince of Denmark. Denmark, Denmark. Yeah. Denmark. That, that, that kind of shit could happen. In Sydney, once upon a time, you, you were allowed to dream, allowed to believe. It could, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I think I was at the very cusp of those lockout laws. I had one, I think, or two good years in the cross, mm-hmm. and then, yeah, and then complete shutdown. Uh, tell me, yeah, did you see the Mardi Gras suffer as someone who's you know would have been front yeah. and center of that from a very young age, more mm. so than the the tourists who kind of come down to Sydney for a look? Young gay man, that meant a lot to you, but it was it was limping, wasn't it? In the back of the lockout laws. I think so. And like, I mean, it means different things to a lot of different people. So like, I think if you're like a a fresh gay or a new queer person, Mm -hmm. like pride is, I think for some, their kind of first expression of themselves Mm -hmm. and their kind of introduction to the scene. For me now, as a bit of a tired gay, I'm like, (laughs) 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 veteran. I don't know, but like, I, I kind of, I shouldn't say this, but I'm also like, little bit excited for it to be over like yeah. it is such it's such a big month it's yeah. it's almost like the silly season but 
round two and yeah. times ten. It's like the finals. The, yeah. yeah. yeah how it, it's it, like it's, all, all of summer is the regular season and yeah. then you go into the... Uh, into the pressure cooker of the last month of the competition. Absolutely. And it's awesome that the city is getting behind it. So mm. it's, it's a bit similar to the Olympics where mm. they bid to host. But it's different this time. Can you explain the differences <sighs> in Sydney this month compared to, to others? But compared to once upon a time, it was it felt like one night. And then, you know, of course, we now well, exactly. know it's Pride Month. But what's World Pride? Give it to us. Yeah, okay. So there's a few different things here. So Mardi Gras traditionally was yeah, a protest for gay rights and that's mm-hmm. been running since... Was it 78? Shout out to the 78ers. Yeah, and that's still going on. That's happening on Saturday the 25th. And then that launches the week of World Pride and that's an <laughs> international scale event. So then that is event after event after event after event. So mm-hmm. day parties, beach parties, club events, yada, yada, yada. And that's a whole festivities. But none of this falls within Pride Month, right. <laughs> which happens later in the year, which is very confusing. So okay. it's like yeah. there's kind of three tiers here. Right. Um, and don't ask me when Pride Month is. So why? <laughs> I think so it's in June. It's funny because right around Australia now you're seeing Pride parties. Is this all, is this all related to World Pride? Presumably. Yeah. But I think they're expecting... I mean, you mentioned the Olympics. I think they're expecting more visitors yeah, than the right. Olympics, which it's hard to imagine that there'd be more interest in a gay week in Sydney rather yeah. than a global <laughs> sporting event. Yeah. But yeah, apparently they're expecting a million plus visitors in the next week or so. So we've, we've uh, speaking of sport and uh, pride, we had a, a guest on a couple of weeks ago. Martin Stark is, is running uh, World Gay Boxing as part of World Pride in Sydney. He hasn't been to any of these things, but he's been to a few of the cities uh, in the wake of a World Pride. Have you travelled internationally? Never. Uh, no. No, so no, 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 never. And I, I, that actually is kind of a big fear of mine. Like yeah. it, it's kind of, to me, I can't, it's great and it's such a great celebration, but I can't wrap my head around making the intention to like travel overseas to, to, to like, I don't know what, like for you guys looking in mm. or presumably getting amongst it, mm. like... Is there a hetero equivalent? Like, well, is- I don't think there is, but I, I don't think this has been marketed. I don't think Sydney knows a million people are about to arrive. I don't think they do either. No, I, no, no, no. And I, the community and friends and family of the community know about what World Pride is and what's happening. I think there's been a few preparations with the city and the state government level. But I don't think anyone. I think they're in for a real shock in the next. In I the think next so. Few weeks. And there's a, there's like a couple of trinkets sprinkled yeah. around town. Like last week, I saw that the museum has put up a gay shark out the front of their yeah. museum, which the, I thought was the Pride like, Sharks. The, or that? No, it's called Progress Shark. Progress yeah, Progress. Shark. Shark. <laughs> and I, I I got on my story and I was like, for fuck's sake! Like <laughs> the last thing we need shark. is a fucking great white shark like yeah. touting World Pride. But then the Progress Shark. The Progress Shark. And everyone was jumping <laughs> on me, being like, that's definitely a museum <laughs> marketing team came up with Progress. Shark. <laughs> no. But about, yeah, and he has his own Instagram page, and <laughs> or they have their own Instagram page. I don't know, uh, sorry, but that, but it, it's I, like a yuppie's dog. Yeah, yeah, has yeah, yeah. Own page. absolutely. And then and then I kind of came back around to it, and I was like, it's kind of nice. We've got an apex oh, the predator. Are getting involved. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it feels like so. Yeah, and so and then this year I'm working with the Swans. Yeah. So they're launching a whole. Oh, so I, I didn't introduce you properly. Sorry. You are Swans ambassador Tim Abbott. Correct. Yeah, you're officially now, which is awesome. And the Swans are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like they were the first Australian team to walk in Mardi Gras. They've been doing mm-hmm. it since, I think, 2016 or 17. They have a Pride match every year with St mm-hmm. Kilda. 
and they seem to do a lot outside of the official day. Like a lot of brands tap in for the month, oh, yeah. Yeah. cash in. Oh yeah, looking yeah. at you ANZ, looking <laughs> at you Optus. They call that pink washing, have you ever yeah. heard that? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, I've, I've known what it is. Pink washing is a great term because yeah. we've got sports washing, we've got beer washing. Sure. You know, uh, <laughs> but pink washing is exactly what happens. Especially yeah. that billboard I saw the other day that said uh, it was Optus, pride starts with yes. Sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, take, yeah it kind of looks like a consent billboard it's too. Abso- like. <laughs> absolutely. And it's also, it's also interesting from marketing. I have a marketing background and like for brands finding people that look gay yeah. or like look <laughs> queer. The casting. Yeah, like yeah. the casting for that. And they're like, we need like a girl with armpit hair. We need a bloke <laughs> with purple hair. Like sprinkle them with glitter and like make it as fucking gay as possible. Whereas yeah. like, like the guys that I'm in kind of like, yeah. I mean, it's-, it's They're just hiding a, in plain sight, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because like you couldn't have, I don't know, Joe Blow up there because he doesn't look gay. So yeah, like yeah, they, yeah. it's a weird, um, it's a weird time because like you're seeing yourself everywhere, but you're also not. Yeah. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, and yeah. I, I have this kind of saying and like, people have wanted representation for a really long time. That's mm. a word that gets uttered around the community. Mm. But like, I'm really big on, integration and like i think we'll hit like true progress when like the gays and the lesbians are just like interwoven into media and the public without that being their main identity driver and like that's but the balance is not erasing the spaces you have like the clubs right the club oh the clubs will exist absolutely absolutely. even even with the community interwoven (sighs) that's a hot topic that's a fucking hot topic and the way i think about it is like i just want everyone's having a good time but a lot of people are very hard on like i want to go to a gay bar and there'll only be gay men in there yeah. i don't i don't want lesbians in there like yeah, yeah, i yeah. want gay men in there and that's it because i want to be able to approach someone at the bar yeah and know for sure that they're gay yeah 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 not just a brother of a girl who's on a hen's party but tell me about the cyclone approaching are you nervous that's another thing that i would, would like to talk about maybe it's mm. a little bit hard to talk about that i feel like pride and mardi gras and all these fun events that the community has also, is like the only example, particularly in Australia, where hardcore partying is normalised. Absolutely. Yeah. Like you don't really, even after like someone wins a grand final, the Mad Mondays in the news, like, oh, that's a bit off, guys. Come on. Like, but like Mardi Gras is, it's expected that your gay colleagues are going to be exhausted. Right. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's expected that there's going to be Sunday sessions. There's going to be this, this oh, that, oh, that, that. Oh, this time, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. And um, tell me, as someone in your earliest experiences of it, did you think maybe this element of like the, the party's not for me? Or, well, or, or are you very well capable of well, doing no, for, a month well, of this? Well, for, for context, I'm a non-drinker and I've, okay. I haven't drunk in four years and, mm-hmm. and that also includes drugs. But I could get, this is dangerous. <laughs> but we'll fucking say it. But like, I think there's a generational thing. Mm-hmm. I think what I'm seeing for gays that are maybe 30 to 45, they had a very different experience growing up to someone that was say... post plebiscite. Yeah. yeah. Or no, even just a bit younger than I. So like your yeah. 26 to 18 year olds who yeah. are coming out now. They've had a really different experience in terms of their coming out story and their acceptance. So the kind of... Gen above me, I feel like really compensate with like hardcore partying, a lot of sexual partners, really toxic behavior. I'm just calling it what it is. Whereas like, I feel like the younger gen have kind of grown up maybe a bit more equal to their hetero peers. Yeah, they they think they can get the white picket fence. Absolutely, because they their role models are different. They're Mm. seeing different examples of 
who they could be. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, I think, and this is my experience, but like, a lot of gays ahead of me maybe took advantage of that as like a blueprint to show young gays how you do it say so like this is how we party this is how we interact with one another this is how we are sexually active and i think they took advantage of that yeah right and i think they in terms of i think earlier on i think they go oh you're new like we'll show you the way this is how we do it and you're so looking from the outside looking in I would say it's 100% accurate. And that stereotype exists because it's real. Yeah, because it is a party. It's a party, but I think it extends beyond the party. And I think maybe they think they get like a a free pass Mm -hmm. during Pride. But my opinion is that like it's, it's disheartening that it's moved away from the political march that it once was and is now maybe more of a celebration of what's been achieved, which is great. But then on the... Same thing, it's very self-destructive behavior. Because if you, seriously, if you saw someone of any of your friends doing this outside of Mardi Gras, you'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, if someone had come to you and been like, I've been bendering for four days, you'd be like, you need to pull your fucking head in. Do you know what I mean? Like, we're like, but for during Mardi Gras, people put their hands up and go like, yeah, yeah. oh, they're yeah. being prideful. Yeah, you know? yeah like, and also the people around them, you know, there's a lot of kind of slack as well because it's your week. It's but, a week, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I mean, I probably come from a different perspective because I don't tap in, but even still, like, yeah, if one of my hetero friends was doing it, I'd be like, they're, f- <laughs> like, they're off the fucking rails. Yeah. <laughs> but like, imagine if you came back from, like, a Bucks party and it's like, I've been up for two days on the Gold Coast. Everyone else would be like, what the fuck, dude? Like, <laughs> 100. Like, I decided to do it for a week. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, no, no, that's cool, man. So there's lots of different forces to it. What is it to you, non-drinker? I think to me, it's an opportunity for, and this is going to sound very Disney, but for all of us to come together yep. and kind of have that moment in the spotlight. And year on year, like I've been going since 2014, mm-hmm. but like just the, the discourse and the conversation socially around people's perceptions of it has changed vastly since I started going but that might be also like my maturity and me becoming more comfortable with it but I think there has been a lot of progress made and this morning like so I was with the Sydney Swans this morning and like that was a bit of a pinch me moment like I think I couldn't have imagined that as a 16 year old Mm -hmm. being sitting with the Swans talking about gay inclusivity so like there's been huge progress made and like that's what I really like about Pride as opposed to yeah, being awake for three days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So tell me, tell us about the origins. So before the generation of partying, mm. there was the frontliners, the 78ers that we mentioned earlier. Exactly, right. So what did they do to kind of pull the starter gun on what has now become, you know, a big part of Sydney's face, the Sydney game has been Mardi Gras. Yeah, it's huge. What was it? I mean, I know that they've met backlash, but was there, was it a full-blown Stonewall protest? Protests against, I believe, police brutality. Right. I could be talking out of my ass right now. But the people that were there were arrested and the Sydney Morning Herald published all of their names of those who were arrested and their addresses, which is a huge breach of privacy. Like, if that happened to one person, that's fucked. But I think they did it to, like, the whole whole lot. And then that, I think, then kicked off the tradition of Mardi Gras. The dykes on bikes are always first to lead the parade um, and they're awesome. And 
it's a nice tradition that we withhold. But yeah. again, like because they're on the bus too. Those uh, they, they had the 76ers 76 bus. on the bus. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's a little very bit sweet. of smoke. Those yeah. are, they're getting a bit old to march. <laughs> they're getting on, but but I'm so thankful and grateful for those people because I guess it allows people like me to live a very safe mm-hmm. existence yep. and. I'm yeah, extremely thankful because the things that I would take for granted in terms of like holding my partner's hand out in mm. public yeah. is something that yeah, could have could have could have yeah, yeah. could have gotten me yeah, hurt or yeah. bashed. Nowadays you'd have a very different experience with cops. Um <laughs> <laughs> not if you date him, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, cops are cop. <laughs> so, what have you got planned? What have you got? I'm, I'm uh, yeah, and I said to this as I was walking in. I'm being a terrible guy, so I'm walking in Mardi Gras. Mm-hmm. Um, which are, with Swans. Swans, yeah, 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 which is awesome, and they've got a couple of players walking as well, which is great. And then their corporate team, and then I'm heading off to Yamba for a week because <laughs> <laughs> I, I ju- just by chance. Like purely just by chance, but like I also live in Darlinghurst yeah. in the thick of it. Like I'm a block off Oxford. Street. So you're Airbnb. That's what you're doing to, some, to, to a cashed up couple from San Francisco. They're going to be staying in your flat. I, 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 I should have, but um, I would have been far too scared about what they were going to do to my house. But uh, I don't think I would trust them as house guests. But uh, yeah, truthfully, like I'm tapping out, and I've got friends that are doing back to back to back to back to back yeah. to back to back. Something every day. Something every day. Uh, but like a part of me goes I don't know if I'm am I going to regret in 10 years time being like fuck I didn't really lean into world pride yeah. but the team that I am today I'm like I don't know yeah. if any regular person would have the stamina to do, <laughs> to do, to do yeah. that are you guys going to get involved at all are you going to we've spoken in the past about a Batuta float so I know they're all listening right now so yeah. to the organisers we could do that giant hat that would be awesome. Um, but yeah, we'll, 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 we'll probably, if, if we can find a reason to get down there, we'll um, have a poke around. What are the clubs nowadays? They, they haven't changed. Right. So like your Stonewall, your Palms, your Arcs just made a comeback. Okay. Um, so Arc has just relaunched, I think, maybe in November. And they were closed for a number of years there. To, to are they going to be in, in the same spot? Same spot, same yeah, location, yeah. Right so, and, and they've refurbed it. So, uh, yeah, I guess in preparation for Pride. But your, your Stonewall and your Palms and mm-hmm. your Columbian and your Beresford. And my personal favourite is the Imperial out in Erskineville. Yeah. And that... Erskineville. Ersk- well, that's, that's actually... <laughs> that's where the Priscilla's bus leaves from. 100%. Out so, front, front of the yeah. old Impy. If you've seen the movie, yeah, it is. That's yeah. and the same scenes, yeah, yeah. So iconic so, Sydney gay so venue. In, in the factional uh, Sydney tapestry of the gay and lesbian and queer community, would Erskineville be the working class gays? <laughs> I don't think <laughs> old South Sydney. <laughs> I don't think anyone in Erskineville has worked with their hands for thirty years. <laughs> um, it's actually. The same as the hetero world. I would yeah. say they're, they're more like arty, creative. Okay. Inner West guys. Inner West. Yeah. Um, whereas like you're more King's Cross, Punsi. Gotham City, high powered. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And then that's probably as far as we extend. And then they're just like scattered around the rest yeah. of Sydney. Yeah. But there's probably those two. Those hubs. are the enclaves. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Surrounding. Isn't one of the lesbians out of Leichhardt? With the Italians? They're, they're new town. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I think... Um, I don't know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to learn all these things over but the it's next funny month. I, mean, I, would have no, <laughs> I would have no clue either, but it's funny because like, 
I lived in London for two years and their gay bars are queer venues. So like they have everyone come to the one watering hole, whereas like in Sydney, it's very much gays, lesbians. Like it's, there's not really, except for the Imperial, like there's not really many places where, and that's why I like Pride because it brings everyone together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you've got um, you've got a lot going on. I I don't think the brands are fully ramped up just yet. There's a few billboards. What have you seen? A few pubs right around the country that wouldn't usually be are really kind of selling themselves now to these international as world pride venues. As, yeah, as venues. I saw one <laughs> down the North Bondi RSL is an official proud Bud Light, and I was like, really? I, I, guess, I guess like, <laughs> mate, could you imagine the shock when like all these people come from around the world, and it's like at six o'clock at night, it's like, oh no, this is where we stand up and do the oath for all of the <laughs> yeah. people who died in wars. Yeah. And the, they're just the like, that, yeah. the last post will carry on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I, but, I look forward to it. Hopefully they can bash some sense into Sydney. Where do you think most of the guests, I mean, the guests come from all around the world, but where would the sister cities be? Sisters, oh, well, I mean, your San Fran, yeah. your Barcelona, yeah. your Amsterdam, I think London, like your, ma- like your major cities, guys yeah. flock to yeah. major cities probably because they're more accepting and more, yeah. uh, I don't know. But Barcelona like, yeah. was a surprise um, as a queer capital, but I guess they've always been a very kind of event city. I feel like the Europeans are just quite gay yeah. in general. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah, all gay friendly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah, yeah, I, I'll be interested. I don't... I just don't, like, I'll, I'll be really interested. I'll, I'll, I'll touch base after the event, but like, I just don't know how it's going to be different to a normal Mardi Gras, mm-hmm. except because people still come internationally for yeah. a Mardi Gras. I, a million people, though. That's, uh, uh, well, that's what they're <laughs> anti- uh, anticipating. Accommodation's I done. I know that much. You cannot get. Maybe I should rent my house. Yeah. Out, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 don't think, I don't think there's many rooms available for the next couple of weeks. Uh, yeah. I love how he's playing it cool. Like, yeah, I'm going to Yamba. I, will, uh, I think it's there's going to be a backpedal very the, soon. Ab- absolutely. <laughs> there might be, I mean, a lot of backlash, but. It's interesting because, like, I... <laughs> oh, well, it'll be nice at Yamba now because there'll be no fucking kids. Yeah, you know, yeah. It'll be, be nice and quiet. Yeah, yeah. Off-season yeah. off Yamba. Yeah. I guess that's just more me. Like, like I don't I don't know. Like, I even... I'm, I'm turning 30 this year, but, like, I, I would just be retiring the clubbing days anyway. And I, 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 I'm shocked that there are gays in their 40s and 50s that are <laughs> still partying as hard as when they're 18. And I, when, I, when I used to like party in London, I used to meet some people of that demographic out mm. and go, that's awesome, that's sick. And then I, then I kind of reflect on it, I'm like, that's actually kind of sad. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> it's like, I, I don't know. We've done a story on the Batuta Advocate, which got a bit of traction around Mardi Gras one oh, year, yeah. which was... Oh, I might go down for a look, says middle class gay who is also a liar. (laughs) Might not, might go down. I feel like anyone, I mean, you've obviously got concrete plans in place to get out of the city, but I feel like even the uh, adjacent friends of this community are going to be in the thick of it because I just think everyone's underestimating the scale of what's about to hit. You, I mean, the cyclone, the cyclone is yeah. great terminology because that, I think that's exactly what it will be. But I think there's also an unspoken group in, within this who probably won't have any involvement at all. Yeah. Like I have gay friends that they're not anti it but wouldn't be caught dead walking in Mardi Gras right. just because it's not for them. They mm-hmm. don't feel it's necessary. They don't feel the urge. Mm-hmm. Um, Young liberals and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very much my demo, but they... Um, but then also then you have allies or people that just think it's the best thing ever and want to yeah. get involved. It's, mm. it's really not... It's not a, like, one brush can 
cover all its approach. Yeah. Where, whereas the media would make it out to be like, you know, yeah. that every single gay man will be down yeah. there. Yeah, because I just don't think it's the case. Yeah. Well, there's a lot going on outside of the partying, obviously. There's mm. pride sports. There's a lot of arts and um, and I guess film kind of showcases going on around the city. Um, have you got any friends doing anything great? <sighs> great question. I mean, it mostly surrounds drag queens like yeah. i think they become the unofficial spokespeople yeah. for pride mm-hmm. and they there's something on every single day does sydney have day. a drag brand um i feel uh, like priscilla think, went around the world yeah i think so i think we we certainly have an aesthetic yeah. that's probably closest to like your your sheila tuck shop lady yeah. that's the kind of shtick that yeah. most of them do the kind yeah. of like yeah, rough as guts yeah rough yeah. as guts i think they like that contrast of like bloke yeah. demeanor in a dress yeah so kind of, fabulous but but still a bit ochre yeah yeah, yeah. you know what i mean mm-hmm. um still very priscilla i think that in heavily influenced particularly the sydney drag scene which is great it's mm-hmm. it's hilarious it's hilarious but i think when it comes to pride events it's mostly yeah that pool parties yeah yeah that sort of thing but i, I don't have any friends personally that are hosting events like I don't know, Joel Crease is doing a movie premiere, but yep. yeah, but that's... It's all <laughs> There'll be something that's, on every night. Yeah. Well, it's a shame that you're, you're getting out of it, but as you said, that's, um, you know, different horses we, for different courses this this next month. And then, of course, Pride Month that comes yeah, later. Yeah. Were the, you yeah. hoping that I was going to tell you that I was going to be going from club Well, to I thought that you'd, you'd be hosting some sort of Swans super gay football match or something like that. <laughs> so that that happens in June for Pride okay. Month. Yeah. Um, we'd love to host it, absolutely. But, um, yeah, there's not like – unless I'm extremely out of touch, like I haven't mm-hmm. – there's going to be a huge influx of people, but I I don't know outside of the normal Mardi Gras mm-hmm. and the kind of like beach party thing. I don't know what else is going on. Well, so in- we're starting to hear the rattle now of the brands, but I reckon we'll see it in, in the next couple of days. There'll be everyone will be um, painted up. There'll be two gay FM. We'll be getting money out of gay TMs. Did you see the glam pole? The what? Glam pole and pole has gone <laughs> gay, and like, they appro- they approached me to do some sort of brand content, and like ethically, I was a bit like, well, oh, fuck, I don't want to work for a, like a oil company like that's a bit like and i was trying to explain to them like pink washing but me and my friends are joking being like how the fuck do you sell petrol to the gays like i was like, yeah. like do you, you enjoy guzzling cum like, yeah. <laughs> like the glam pole like it's you're still waiting on a tesla use us in the meanwhile <laughs> absolutely like i'm in two minds about it once i go yeah it's it's great but i go fuck like if a petrol station's glamming up for mardi gras you're yeah. like you're like when do you like what like <laughs> how, how do you justify that it's all it's all happening well thank you for joining us Tim. oh thank you so much and um and to all the gays out there enjoy it this is your christmas as the boomers would say